wasn't important, you know? I guess. Okay. So let's get serious. For no. What? Okay. So what got you in? What started combat sports for you? Um, and at what age? Yeah. So, I mean, growing up, always kind of an athlete, right? Always did sports throughout school, but never really like any type of combat sports. Um, you're good um but yeah you know like growing up i did like soccer basketball started doing volleyball in middle school softball all of that kind of like generic sports kind of thing um and then my junior year of high school i decided to quit basketball i just like wasn't feeling it anymore it was just like okay i'm done with this was just playing on kind of like chilling during the winter season um maybe get into weightlifting I didn't really know yet um and then one of my guy friends at the time Warren he was the team captain um what age is this this is my junior year junior year of high school okay so you didn't even start wrestling until 16 until your junior year okay yeah so kind of started a lot later than uh most girls now in the sport but yeah um he was just like oh you should try this. It's something you'd be good at. Like, whatever. Like, I really think you should just, like, come out. Like, do a practice. I was, like, for, like, a week straight, I was, like, mm, no. Like, <laughs> I don't think so. Were you enjoying the other sports at that time? Like, like the soccer, softball? Were you, were you like, into yeah, that? Yeah, even for, like, a while, probably, like, freshman, sophomore year, I was, like, yeah, I'm going to play softball in college. That'll be my thing, whatever. Um... So you were planning on going to call it like kind softball of, in a different sport. Yeah, okay. I couldn't decide really at that time, like if I really wanted to fully commit to softball um, or just be like a normal student, you know, not an athlete. Um, and like if I did play softball, it would have been like at a lower level as well, like probably not a D1 school or anything like that. Um because I didn't do, like, travel softball or anything. My mom didn't want to do all that. <laughs> it's a lot of work. No, it is. I know. It's with Atlanta, we travel with her all the time. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a, like, full-time commitment from, like, the whole family pretty much. Um, so my mom was not about that. <laughs> um, okay, so how does that year one wrestling go? Yeah, so pretty much, like, my first practice, um, like, Warren pretty much helped me through, like, the whole thing. I went with, like, one of the smaller guys. Um and I just kind of fell in love with it. And, and you of, were wrestling guys yeah, at the time. Was there the was only, no women's wrestling. For the most part, pretty much. I was the only girl on the boys team. Um, and so, yeah, I pretty much only wrestled boys my junior year. And it was it was tough. Like, just being a first-year wrestler, whether you're a girl or, or guy, like, as a junior is tough. Um, especially me being, like, in the 130, 135 weight class area um like those are boys that are like 150 cutting down and like yeah as like a female that's hard to compete against guys that size it's a little bit different when you're like you know below 120 because then it's like okay those guys aren't fully developed for the most part whatever it's not as big of like right. a difference um but yeah once you kind of get to that like 125 and up mark it's <laughs> okay i'm wrestling a man now yeah you know? exactly <laughs> yes um so, I mean, first half of the season, I just kind of, like, rode the bench, you know? Still really enjoyed the sport. Like, I kind of liked being on an all-guys team, too, just because it's, like, so much less drama, especially coming right off of, like, a volleyball season, you know? Yeah, okay. Um, so it's just kind of nice. Um, yeah, and I had a couple good guy friends on the team, and everyone pretty much... Like, everyone that um, was on my team supported me, which isn't always the case for, like, girls. Um, Sorry, what high school is this? North Farmington. In so, Michigan. Yeah, in Michigan. Okay. North Farmington High School, Michigan. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then I got my first win. It was, like, towards the end of the season. It was, like, at a JV tournament, right? <laughs> um, but I think it was probably, like, mid-January. So that's a good, like two two and a half months into the season already okay finally got a win um <laughs> but against a man yeah Let's against see. a guy yeah okay against a guy um i think i might have picked up a couple other wins like later in the season but definitely just like a handful of my first year so it was tough um 
you know, I trained a lot over the summer, did like open mats and stuff. Um, How do you feel like that first season went for you? Like looking back now, how does it, was that like the introduction season? Is that, you know what I mean? Did that, did that motivate you? Was that something you need, like you felt like you had to overcome? I think a big part of that first season was like one, just learning wrestling in general. Cause like, you know, like I didn't know anything. Um, and so like developing very basic skills and then also just working a lot on like my mental toughness. I never had like an individual sport like that, especially like wrestling where it's pushed me that hard, where I ever had to like really think about my diet, my weight for it. Um, and all all those other things like that i had never been pushed that hard in my life physically okay i was and gonna I, ask I loved that <laughs> about your other you know the difference between the other sports you were playing at the time and then moving to wrestling like was that a big shock athletically yeah like i thought like you know these other practices i was doing were hard sometimes or like when we'd have to do suicide sprints for like basketball i thought that shit was hard and then i'm like oh that's basically like the warm-up for wrestling yeah. practice and it's like oh if i want to like be on weight i gotta be doing all these other workouts outside of practice as well um and i was working at the time also in high school so it was like a lot uh to juggle but um Okay, so you you retool for over the summer. You take a bunch of tournaments, some freestyle. I didn't really do tournaments. Like I didn't compete that much, um, just because I also like still didn't really know much of what I was doing, and like our coach wasn't very hands on, like out of season, right? Um, so I just mostly did open mats, um, kind of like at other local high schools that were a little bit better than us or had like more established programs. Um, so just kind of like training outside of my school. Um, and that was really just me like reaching out to random people. Um, I feel like that's like kind of like a big thing for me is just like, like, I won't even like know anything that's going on, but I'll like send an email and things kind of work out sometimes. I asked <laughs> you, like you, you, you can't get any answers without asking. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So. Um, so yeah, I came back senior season, um, still kind of 130 kind of had like a better plan in my head of like what I wanted to do um and this is when you start looking for colleges senior season right yeah yup um still really wasn't 100% sure of like what I wanted to do like going into my senior year um probably like September time if you asked me I'd be like yep going to University of Michigan like as long as I get in um so like yeah. And you did. Yeah, I did get into You did get accepted to you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that was cool um just to have that acceptance. But yeah, probably come around like October time was when I was like, "Oh, like where I finally started realizing like, oh, maybe I could get a scholarship." And I kind of started talking with Team Michigan where I kind of had the opportunity to start um competing against other girls in high school. Um, no one really in my area. I went to a few different tournaments, some out in Iowa. I did a tournament up in Canada. Um, so just a couple of handful of tournaments there. How um, big was your skill level jump from junior to senior year? Like coming back for that senior year season? Did say, you feel? I would say, yeah. I mean, just because I knew the sport more in general. So I feel like I definitely had like the basics down. Um, and then my my senior year, I also was on the starting lineup rather than JV for my high school team, which like doesn't sound like a super big deal. But being like the only girl on the team, like so being on the varsity lineup for a boys team, um, that felt pretty good. Uh, so I got to wrestle every single week. We were wrestling, you know, we'd have our duel meet middle of the week and then pretty much a tournament every single weekend. Um, so, yeah, then around October, I was like okay, like, let me start visiting, like, schools for wrestling and see what's up. Um, um, and Adrian College reached out to me, which is also in Michigan, Adrian, Michigan. Um, and at the time, they were the only school in Michigan that had women's wrestling. Uh, they're a D3 school, so I knew that I wouldn't be able to get um, a scholarship from them, which was very... <laughs> Hard for me to like think not about. ideal. Yeah, not ideal. You know, I'm like, okay, if I'm gonna commit all this time to it, like I wanna be able to like help get my school paid for. Um, so I did visit Adrian in October. So the skill jump had to have been pretty big because you when you went from junior year to senior year, now you have colleges reaching out for wrestling. 
Yeah, I mean, right, and that was because still, they're starting a new program at the time. Right, they had a program for a couple years at that point, I believe. Because um, still, up until this point in your career, this was all there was no fully sanctioned women's wrestling. Correct. 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 Okay. Yep. Um, so still kind of like a pioneer of the sport for sure. Yeah, no, you came up in the beginning, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say like I was an all-star by any means. And like a lot of the girls that I coached this past year would have kicked senior Ashley's butt (laughs) in wrestling for sure. Um, but that's good. You know, like that's what I wanted, but yeah, definitely could see that difference there. Um, had more wins my senior year. Still definitely like a losing record against the guys, unfortunately. Um, but I would say I was definitely like not just a scrub on the yeah. mat, you know? Well, no, you were being recruited. And then so let's let's go back to the college process. Yeah. Okay, so you start looking at – what was it? Adrian. Adrian, yeah, sorry. So you, you start looking at Adrian. And then what happens? What what happens from there? So you know, I I was like, okay, Adrian's cool, but like the D three no scholarship thing really was tough for me to like be about, you know. Um, so after that, um, there wasn't any other schools that were like super close in vicinity to like where I lived. Um, so I kind of just looked through like all the different schools that had women's wrestling, and at that point, it was only like. 36 schools like across the whole united yeah. states so not, and no d1s at this point there are no d1 no colleges D1s with at this women. point okay. it was just d2 d3 and NAI. NAI. yep so i went ahead and just kind of like looked at schools that had like the program that i wanted um which was pretty basic like business so like most schools but just like looked at schools overall picked a handful that i thought looked all right. <laughs> and what, okay, so what were you looking for in those schools? Um, you know, to make sure they have like the program that I wanted, um, to make sure that the school in general just looked decent, like an know. inviting place to be. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then also like where they were ranked for their team. You know, I didn't want to That's, be going to yeah, the that is important. Teams. Yeah. Um, so I just emailed like a handful of head coaches. And honestly, didn't hear like much back. I think I heard back from a couple people, but then I got an email in January. So like fast forward hold, a couple. Hold months. on. Okay, so I want because that's important. How does that feel? And how do you deal like how do you deal with that? Like you reach out to a bunch of colleges and then nothing starts coming back, right? Because there's a lot of girls who are probably or a lot every you know all these kids dealing with this. Yeah. So it's like you can't get down on yourself, right? You got to keep. So how did you like feel about that? I mean, still at that time, I wasn't 100% sure if I wanted to wrestle. So I was like, well, if none of these, like, coaches reach out to me, I guess I just, like, won't wrestle in college. Okay, <laughs> okay that's um, good. So, like, it, it wasn't, like, a depressing thing, you know. You, no, you weren't letting I that. Mean, I was very, like, torn at this point because, like, University of Michigan had been, like, my dream school pretty much, like, all college and, like, and, but no wrestling program. Correct. There's and still no... to this day, no women's wrestling program. Yeah. Like, okay. Um, And like, you know, I had been taking a bunch of AP classes, doing all the extracurricular stuff to make sure that like I had a good like resume for the school. Um, and you did. You had really good grades, really good ACTs. Yeah. Right. Because all of that is very important when you're trying yeah, to get into. For sure. Especially a scholarship for college. Right. Um. So then, you know, like, especially when December rolled around and it was like over Christmas break when U of M sends out all their acceptance letters and I got the acceptance letter from Michigan, I was like, oh, shoot. Because I was like, well, if I don't get into Michigan, then it's going to be easy for me to go to like a wrestling school because like, all right, I'm already not going to my dream school. Let's just do this little ride. But it's like the fact that I got into Michigan and now I was going to have to like to be able to pursue my wrestling dreams, I had to say no to something else that I really wanted, um, which which had me torn. <laughs> it really did. Um, but yeah, so I still... No, sorry, let's keep going. So, you know, I kind of like wrestled with like that decision for a good amount of time. 
Um, <laughs> and especially like my mom really wanted me just to kind of go to U of M because it was right. she wanted school. you close. Yeah, I would be close to home. Um, she didn't do that. <laughs> You know, all you went a different direction. Yeah. So in January, like early January, Donnie, um, Donnie Stevens, the head coach of University of the Cumberland's uh, women's program, reached out to me um, and was like, hey, like, we'd love to have you on like a recruitment trip. He was one of the coaches that I emailed. Um, would love to like have you out, like have you do a practice with the girls and like see what we can do for you. Um, and it's just kind of funny because it's like, He's emailing me three months later, like so random. <laughs> but I was like, mom, this coach like reached out to me. We got to go. And so we ended up going down there like a week and a half later. I talked to Donnie on the phone. We kind of got everything figured out. Um, Talk about your visit a little bit. Like, how does that go? What are you, you know, what are you looking for on visits? Like, how does the visit, you know, all that? Yeah, for sure. So that's that school is in Kentucky. So we just drove down. It was only about like seven hours from where I live. So not too bad. Um, and so kind of during the recruitment process, I really wanted to focus on, um, you know, paying attention to the team culture, how they treat each other. Like, are they a family? Are they friends with each other outside of the practice room? Um, like, what does that look like? And then I also really wanted to see how Donnie coached his team, you know, um, make sure that that type of coaching style would work for me. Um, make sure he's not someone that just like screams because I don't I don't interact with that too well. Um, and obviously just see like how the team wrestles in general and see if that that team wasn't just completely out of my reach, but also make sure that they could push me and make me better. Um, so, yeah, we we rolled up to UC Um I think it was Friday, probably had dinner with Donnie. Um, and then I was going to have 6 a.m. practice with the girls the next day. So I stayed in the dorm with two of the girls that like shared a dorm room together um, and kind of just hung out with them. It was pretty chill that night. Then we got up, <laughs> ass crack of dawn <laughs> for 6 a.m. practice. Um, and I felt bad because they weren't planning on having practice that day, but you know. Oh, they did one for you? Yeah. Nice. Six AM. Thanks, ladies. Well, see, that's that's what colleges do when they want you to come to their college. Like I'm yeah. I'm trying to tell you, like you make the college work for you because you've already impressed them. They need to impress you now. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So we had practice and that went really well. Um there was definitely girls that were like being up on me, but I could tell that it like you know, I, I could be there, I could keep up, um, but still definitely be pushed, which was good. Uh, and then I just kind of spent the day with the girls, kind of getting to know them, asking them like what they actually thought about the team and the school. And University of the Cumberland is in Williamsburg, Kentucky. So <laughs> definitely kind of middle of Not nowhere. a big city. <laughs> yeah, not much to do outside of like the actual school. Um, so that was kind of something that I also struggled with because, you know, like I wanted to have like that fun college experience. Right. Um, and I just didn't really know how that would look there. Um, but, you know, still everyone was super nice, kind of got along with everyone. The culture seemed pretty decent. Um, so then Sunday we met, me and my mom met with Donnie again. Um, you know, in admissions, we kind of talked about how my grades looked, so like what kind of academic scholarship I could get, and then he offered me a scholarship for wrestling. Um, I was very like impressed with everything that he had to show me. I didn't make any decisions at that point as I wasn't sure if I was going to be looking at more schools or really what I wanted to do, so um, I just like pretty much thanked him for his offer, told him I'd think about it, um, and then we pretty much went home from there. Okay, so you have two Three actually offers on the table. You have what, Adrian, mm -hmm. and then you have University of Michigan, which is the dream school you want. Now you have a wrestling offer from University of Cumberland's. Like, how does that? How do you make that decision? Because you have this massive school that you, the dream school you want, but doesn't offer the program you want. Right. You have a school that you you know. You don't hate it, but like you don't love it, but it has everything you want, has a good team, has the programs you want. So how do you make that decision? What was like the deciding factor for you? 
Yeah, so I really talked to a lot of people about it, like the following weeks after that. Obviously, like my mom, um, talked to some of my other wrestler friends, um, coaches, things like that. Um, and at the end of the day, I kind of just had to decide, like, have to decide, like, okay, do I want to be, like, a regular student and have that, like, classic college experience where I'm going out to parties, football games, you know, a cool Big Ten school, or do I want to push myself and maybe not be in the most fun area, <laughs> um, but doing something that I'm passionate about every single day, being on a team, getting to compete, um, and, you know, hopefully, like, placing, beco becoming an All-American. Um, which you like did. That. Which I did. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> no kidding, but... But you uh, did. But I did, yeah. Um, and I don't know, I feel like I can also never give myself like the easy way out <laughs> uh I had a conversation with my mom like probably like a year ago uh where I was in a tough situation she's like oh like why can't you just like go easy on yourself or something like that or like take this break that you deserve and I really thought about it and I was like dang like that's just not who I am like I'm somebody that always is trying to like push myself to my limits and see like the best that I can be. Well, also, I personally think that for some people, and especially like at your level and a lot of these girls' level, there's no reason to take a break ever. If you never stop being awesome, you never stop being awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like we get older, like around, you know, you stop being awesome. You don't have to ever, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, for sure. You guys have this massive skill that. 90% of the population doesn't have like never stop never stop yeah. okay so now we're in college yeah okay so you you accept the, the offer from University of Cumberland mm -hmm. okay you're there how does that take us you're you're getting there you're leaving Michigan for the first time mm -hmm. you know how how are you how do you handle that transition um so you know I have a dorm uh, my first year and I actually got dormed with some like random person I didn't know and it wasn't a girl on the team or anything like that um which is more ideal right because you do want to be roomed with someone from your team yeah it just makes it easier like schedule wise because it's like okay we got practice at the same time in the morning like we both got to go to bed early that kind you of you guys thing. aren't interrupting each other's sleep or study right. patterns okay right so I had some like random girl and it was such a <laughs> it was such a bad experience. Um, she would like come in like on weekdays. I had six a.m. practices every day, and I like she knew this. And it's like some days, like probably at least three times a week. Like during the week, uh, she'd come in like like 2 a.m. and would like turn on the lights like knowing that I'm in there sleeping and then she'd be like oh shoot and then turn them off and then she would like get in her bed and watch Netflix which is not an issue but she would watch it without headphones oh I hate that I can't mm. I'm like bro you know I'm sleeping three feet away yeah. from you and I have practice in a few hours so that's such a pet peeve of mine with me Made Put me headphones on. Yeah, I'm like, I don't care if you're up doing your own thing. Like, obviously, like, whatever. But, like, I'm sleeping. Have headphones in if you're going to watch TV. Oh, people who do it on planes. So bad. I want to just break their phone. Like, bro, the whole plane can hear your stupid movie. Sorry. No, Keep going. No. I know. I kind of have that pet peeve with, like, hiking when people, like, listen to music out loud. Oh, I can't stand that either. I'm like, we're out in nature. Like, be respectful. I don't want to hear your stuff. Or they got some massive JBL speaker yes. that is just blasting <laughs> the whole mountain. I that from, like, a mile yeah. away. <laughs> like, we're out here for peace, man. Right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> anyways, though, I actually got out of that situation pretty fast. In October, one of the girls on my team, um, Kylie, she had like a room of three and both of her roommates moved out to be with teammates of their own. So she had a three person room to herself. So she was nice. just like, oh, just come move in with me. And I was like, bet for sure. 
Um, so did that super fast in October. And then her and I pretty much ended up being roommates for the rest of college, which was super nice. We roomed together really well. Okay, so how does freshman season go at UC? So freshman season was all right. I don't want to say it was awesome. I'm sorry. Is it UC? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep, UC. Um, freshman season was pretty decent. Um, pretty much was JV the whole time, which I expected. Um, I was still cutting down to 130 at that time. Which- From? Walking around between like 140, 145 at that time. Okay, so basically a 10 pound cut. Yeah, it was okay, not that's a not fun too bad. Cut. But um, were you feeling it? Could you feel it physically? Oh, for sure. I didn't know how to cut weight still the right way. Okay. <laughs> so you were you were starving and dehydrating you know, and <laughs> you know all that good stuff. Okay. <laughs> not eating for a couple of days yeah. before weigh-ins for sure, definitely. Um. But I I did pretty okay. I think um, I ended up going to nationals that year, which I think I might have been the only, me and one other girl, I think were the only freshmen that went. Um, And the other girl was Bridget Duty, who later on became a national champ. Let's go. um, That was a pretty cool experience. And then freshman year nationals was also the last WCWA nationals, which was um NCAA and NAI together um so that nationals I don't want to say is like harder than what nationals is now but instead of there being two nationals there is one so kind and, of kind of was more difficult this is still no official sanctioned women's wrestling at this point correct, correct. okay yeah crazy yeah um and I think at nationals that year, I went like one and two, um, so not not good. But I think it was really good for me to have that experience and just see what like nationals looks like. Yep. Um, fast forward to sophomore year, um, I think I had like another kind of like level up sophomore year. Like like I feel like freshman and junior year were just like all right, and then like sophomore year I leveled up, and then I leveled up really big from senior year too. Why do you think that is? Um, I think it was a big mix of just like stuff that was going on in my life. And I think from like freshman to sophomore year, I just also like grinded out way harder. Um, but I think a lot of it was like mental health stuff and just what was going on in my life. Um, and my commitment to like actually getting better. (laughs) Okay. Um, So now senior year. Senior year. Yeah. So junior year was tough it was really kind of heartbreaking because you know we got to nationals I think I could have placed at nationals that year I was still cutting to 130 junior year um and you know we got to North Dakota uh Jamestown I was cutting weight it was the day it was like the night before first day of nationals you know how much weight were you trying to get rid of that night Oh, I think I was within like two pounds at that point. Okay, that's still kind of a lot for an, um, for an overnight cut. A little it, bit. It was all right. I was feeling it at that point, though. Like the last couple of pounds, and you're already cutting a good amount, is tough. Um, <laughs> and that's when I was cutting like 12, 13 pounds at that point. Junior year was really hard cutting weight for me. Um, but yeah, so night before I was cutting weight, coach calls us like all into the room. And he's like, you know, like, I'm really sorry, guys, but they canceled nationals because of COVID. And, you know, like. So junior year is COVID year for you. COVID year. So it didn't compete the whole season besides nationals. Okay. Um, Because everything just completely shut down. Yeah, everything shut down. I mean, it was March of 2020, you know, when everything went wild. Um, How was that at school? Did, did school shut down as well? Like, did you... Yeah, so at that time, when they shut everything down, we were on spring break. And so they are like, okay, we're extending spring break for like a week. So all of us were like, hell cool. yeah! Right. yeah. <laughs> like, extra spring break, especially because we were competing at nationals. So actually, like... That would have helped you guys out had you gone to nationals, right? It would have... It was the week after nationals. Okay. So it was like, yes, we actually get a real spring break so instead okay. of nationals, yeah. you know? Um, like, we were, like, sad, obviously, about not having our national tournament. But then, like, once we were like, okay, we can't do anything about that. Let's plan a fucking trip to Florida. 
we did we we planned a whole trip like probably like 10 of us went um you know like the girls brought a couple of guys had a good time um so <laughs> that trip was really fun actually um but then like after that you know we were there for a few days and then got home and then it was like okay like pretty much everybody left and like went home um we were like okay we're just gonna finish out this school year online i guess um and that's what it was you guys you finished the school year online yeah pretty much everybody went home um i had an apartment with kylie at that point so i was like well you know i don't really want to stay home i'm trying to still fit or like go home i'm still trying to figure out my plans for the summer um i was trying to line up an internship with like a oil company in houston um and like was planning that had my interview everything was going well and then they're like, oh, I'm really sorry. Like, we need to cancel this internship because of COVID. Um, so I didn't have that anymore. The COVID excuse at the time was, it was absolutely ridiculous. It was like, very frustrating because it would have been a super, like, fun summer being down there. Um, but I did have an internship, like, in, like at where my school was in Williamsburg. Um, so they were letting me extend that through the summer, which was really nice. Um, so I still had a job there. So I just stayed in Kentucky for the summer and like trained a lot um, and just worked pretty much. And excuse me, one of my best friends was there who was the grad assistant. Um, so she helped me train. We worked out a lot. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was just nice because there wasn't really anything to distract my focus at that point. And, you know, I had in my head, I'm like, okay, like, one more fucking year and like that's it like this is my last go you know yeah. it's like at that point i didn't know if i would have like a covid year or not like no one knew what was going on so in my head i'm like okay one last chance like we gotta full send this pretty much um so i i trained my ass off i trained really hard um going to senior year like pretty much preseason, you could tell the work that i put in that summer like it was just so different. Like I felt different, like wrestling the girls. And it was just like, it was almost like something just kind of clicked over the summer. Um, even though I didn't do a ton of like wrestling work over the summer, it was mostly like weight training and conditioning and things like that. Um, but I don't know, something just like clicked for me. Um, and yeah, senior year was super fun. I started like placing at tournaments, won a tournament, um was one of like the better girls on my team which was just like a totally different feeling for me because now you're actually fully wrestling women at this point correct yeah in college i only yeah. wrestled girls. okay yeah so senior year that's you make all american yep all american seventh place at the nai tournament how do you feel how do you feel now about your senior year oh like it, when you look back at it when i look back at my senior year like i'm like one of the best years of my life. I'll never forget that year. I'll never forget like the match where I became an All-American. I'll never forget like my last match after that um, where I got seventh place. So like I got to end like on a win, which was really big for me. Um, and it was a tech also. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, just that whole tournament and that whole year, it was, it's cool. Like <laughs> I always told the girls also like, yeah, like wrestling's fun and it's like not about wins and losses, but it's so fucking fun to win. Right? <laughs> like it, it really yeah. is. Like I try really to, I tell is. the girls like I don't care if you guys win or lose. It's just really nice that you win, you know? Yeah. It's like it doesn't sure. matter, but it's awesome if you do, you know? Yeah, and I really did also change um like my attitude for like when I did lose, like I used to not have like temper tantrums, but it would really upset me. And like, it was hard for me to take away like what I needed to improve on from those matches that I lost. And then senior year, I was able to change um, like my thought process behind that. Of course, I'd be upset like right after it happened, but I would make sure I wouldn't ever show that emotion on the mat or like walking off the mat. Um, I would usually like go to the bathroom, have a moment to myself, you know, whatever. And then go back through the match and be like, okay, I need to change this, this, and that, or whatever. Okay, so this is really how were how were you measuring your successes? Because I find it really interesting. Bella was just here talking about how she she measured her successes in she was able to pull off this move on this person, 
or able to do this and not I was able to beat this person. It was each individual like thing. That's how she was measuring successes. And I was like, that's really interesting. So like, how were you doing that? Because you said you, you know, you knew what you did wrong. Now you have to go fix it. Like, how were you measuring those? Yeah, going into a match, I would like to always kind of picture like, okay, like, how do I want this match to go in my head? Um, and kind of almost just like play it out in my head. Um, and I'd be like, okay, I want to hit this move. I don't want them to get in on this or, you know, et cetera. Um, so I would kind of do, do my matches like that. Um, that's your coaching style too. I noticed as well. I think, I think it's a good way to, good like way you to have learn. a plan for each one of your girls and you're like, you're going to do this, that, you know what I mean? And I like, I liked seeing that every time you're like, Amethyst, two takedowns to, you know, yeah. and then she j they all just do it. Yeah. Um, I think a really good example kind of, um, so there was a Grand Valley tournament, um, this is Grand um, Valley, Michigan? No, this is in Iowa. The school okay. is just called Grand Valley, but it's in Des Moines. Um, have a couple of friends that go there now. But so we went to this tournament and, you know, I felt really good. Like I was like, I can win this tournament. Going into it, seeing what schools were there, whatever. First girl off the bat, like I'm wrestling her, feeling good. Um it was probably like 6-0 I was being her. I was like, cool, easy, whatever. Wasn't really trying that hard. And then there was a shot I got in on. And like, she just caught me. Like, she caught me, threw me to my back, and I got pinned. And I was Oof. I was very livid. Because <laughs> I, was, I was definitely better than her, you know? Like, I knew I was better than her, and that's what made me really upset. You just got caught on a mistake, basically. And the mistake I made, I was just on my knees too long in the shot instead of being explosive. And, you know, like, pretty much, like, I went and had my moment, right? And then after that, I was like, I'm never fucking gonna, like, stay on my knees in a shot again. And, like, I really never did. Um, And I think it helped me a lot. And then, so, you know, I go through and, like, win the next couple of matches and then my I was going for third right because that's the best I could do at that point and then my third place match I was wrestling a girl that was pretty good um you know I hadn't wrestled her personally before but whatever I've seen her wrestle so I was like okay this one's gonna be a little bit tougher um and I wrestled really well got a knee pick on her got her to her back and pinned her but I think what was really important about that tournament is like one, I think I really definitely needed to learn that lesson from the first match, but also the girl that I wrestled for third place who I was like not super confident about, um, like got that confidence over her. And then she was actually the same girl that I wrestled in my very last match at nationals. So it gave me kind of a little bit more confidence going into that last match as well. Okay. You know what? I got to go to the bathroom real quick. Let's pause real fast. <laughs> I think one of the like major things that helped me senior year also is that I stopped cutting down to 130. Recording. And so I stopped cutting down to 130. And so I was wrestling 143, which is two weight classes above whatever I really ever wrestled at before. Um, so I felt a lot like stronger at that weight. Yeah, I was going to ask, were you more comfortable? Oh, 100%. Way more comfortable. I was, it was more so like a walking around weight for me. So I wasn't really cutting much weight, if any, at all. So you have like all of your energy. all. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. Way, way more stronger. I was lifting weights a lot more. Um, still like running a lot. So I was still very conditioned at that weight. Like it wasn't like I was just like doing whatever. Right. But, <laughs> but yeah, it was definitely different. But I think that helped me a lot too. And it helped me enjoy the, like it helped me enjoy the sport a lot more because I didn't have to like, oh, I can't not eat for a couple of days or I got to run three times a day or whatever, anything right. like that. So it made me kind of love the sport a lot more again. Okay. So you take your seventh place, all American wrestler, you're graduating college now. Now you're, it's time to move on with your, you start moving on when you're with your career, right? You think you're done with wrestling. Yeah. Um, you know, so I did have one additional year left cause I had my COVID year. Um, and of course, you know, my coach after I all American is basically begging me to stay for another year, compete again, telling me I could be a national champion, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and I was just like, you know, I, I just don't think that's right for me. I think I kind of need to move on at this point. I reached my goal. I'm happy. 
kind of ready to move on, um, be done with wrestling. Uh, so I moved to Arizona. I had a job as an right because you have your business degree. Yeah, business so, and accounting degree. So you're moving into that phase. Yup. I was like, all right, ready to kill this corporate ladder, <laughs> right? I was like, I'm gonna be a boss bitch. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> so you start that. You start your career, right? Mm-hmm. And then Barry Goldwater. So how does how does Barry Goldwater happen? Yeah. So. At that point, I had been working at my job for a couple of months and like I got like pretty into lifting. Um, But I was like, you know, like at that point, like wrestling season was kind of going back in full swing for college. And I saw that on my friend's social media. And of course, like it just made me miss it, not being around it at all. So I was like, all right, like maybe I could just even volunteer, like volunteer somewhere for like a couple days a week. See what's up. So this is like the first spark of of reigniting yeah the, the combat sports okay yeah. um so i was on like a arizona girls like wrestling page on facebook right um and so i just kind of posted on there like hey this is what i did in wrestling um just moved to the area would love to coach somewhere like someone let me know um and i had a few responses um that's like the first post that like Trinity's dad responds to. So how I kind of got hooked up with them. Um, and That's then, Trinity Howard. Yep. Two time state. Yep. Champion. Um, and then I also got a message from Chloe's dad. Um, so one of Barry Goldwater's girl's father, um, who's very involved and reached out to me and was like, Hey, like there's a few girls at Barry Goldwater, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Would love to have you like come out and learn from them or have them learn from you. All that good stuff. Me and him talked back and forth for a little bit. Um, and just kind of got like busy and like kind of just never followed up with it. And then Amethyst and Rachel both reached out to me individually, also on Facebook Messenger, and was just basically like, Oh, we'd like love to learn from you and have you in the room. And like, I thought that was super cute, right? So I was like, All right, definitely gotta <laughs> at least go once, see what's up. Um, so yeah, I went there a handful of times. I, I really enjoyed the atmosphere that they had, I really loved that they had you know, like five, six girls on the team. I thought that was super cool, especially going from being like the only girl on my team in high school. Um, so I kind of wasn't expecting that, but I really, I really liked it. I saw that it would be like a good opportunity. I liked the other coaches. Um, so after a couple of practices, I was like, yeah, Craig, I'm in this. Let's do it. Um, and yeah, they, the other coaches always like supported me um, and always made me feel like I was definitely a part of the team. So you take over the girls and I don't want to say I took it over. Craig is still definitely like head coach for sure. But yeah, I was heavily involved with the girls training, um, but also as well as the guys. Yeah. Okay. So when you start rolling around with them, right, mm -hmm. is this another spark to this trying wanting to go back into combat sports like throughout this season? How does it start to like form itself? Because right at the beginning of the season, you're not really thinking about mm, going back to wrestling like super seriously, right? Right, yeah. Um, at that point, I was kind of unsure of what I wanted to do for like a hot second. I was having thoughts of like going back to school and wrestling for another year. Um, just because like, you know, it was hard being out here on my own in Arizona and like that would have been something easy for me to do where I'd be in a comfortable situation with people I already know, places I've already been, things like that. Um, but yeah, like wrestling out here, like with the kids just made me definitely miss it even more. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely loved coaching, loved seeing them accomplish their goals, um, and whatnot, but it just like, it made me realize I wasn't as done as I, th as I thought I was. Um, but I was like, at that point I was still probably up until like April, May, honestly, I didn't know if I wanted to really go into wrestling or if I wanted to do the the fighting thing. You know, if you asked me at all during my senior year, like, oh, like, are you going to be fighting after wrestling? I would be like, hell no, <laughs> definitely not. Um, but 
you know, it kept coming up and like I kept seeing more people do it and thinking like, oh, maybe I could do this, you know. Um, and then so, you know, full season happens um, and we're in the post season, uh, which we just pretty much did freestyle. Right. Summer season, spring season, whatever. Um, OK, and- so hold on. I want to tell this story real quick. OK, so you so I come on halfway through Barry Goldwater season. Yeah. Right. So I come on January. That's when we meet. We start working together. Everything's awesome. Yeah. It's at state. OK. When you first come up to me and I think it was it was really funny to me because all season I just watched you be this hard ass coach. Like <laughs> and I don't mean like hard on the girl, just a yeah. very good coach. Like, you know what I mean? You're very vocal, very involved, all this stuff. And you come up to me at state. Very shyly, like, <laughs> like one of the teenage girls. And you're like, hey, would you uh, would you want to come out to like Kentucky and shoot? I'm thinking about going back into wrestling. And I was like, what? <laughs> Absolutely. Like, let's do that. But then I started thinking about it and I started suggesting, like, why? Why don't you fight? Like you you expressed to me that you just needed to compete. Like there was something in yeah. you that you just had, you felt like you needed to compete. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. let's start thinking about fighting. So you think about it for a few months, right? Yeah. What, what's the thing that like puts you over that just made you decide, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I got to do it. Yeah. So, okay, hold on. Because I thought, let me just say that <laughs> yeah, I did think that you going back to college for one year just to compete to me, that was it, it wasn't an ideal use of your time. No. Right? Because it was just one single year. Yeah, you're going to get great competition, but it's one single year. And where is it going to go after that? Right. All right. So that was kind of my point. Okay. So now what's what was that kind of deciding factor there? So April, um, I took a couple of the boys to the U.S. Open to wrestle, you know, in the high school uh, tournament. And at this time, I was actually talking seriously with North Central, which is another uh, like school that has women's wrestling that's pretty good. They're newer, but they are very up and coming. Um, so I was heavily talking to their coach about being a GA for their program or possibly even using my last year to wrestle there. Um, but so like I was talking with him and... You know, we were just talking about like what day to day would look like. And I was just thinking about it and I was like, bro, I do not want to I do not want to go back to a wrestling like it was lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, I would love like I was like, I still want to be in the sport at like some type of like next level because I'm like, OK, like I liked high school, but like I feel like I could be doing more. But then I was like, oh, like college life i was like i'm not i do not want to go back to that right because you already graduated you already went i was already a full year out you know like living on my own in my own apartment like not with your dog yeah so i was just like i don't think i'm ready to go like i I don't want to go back to that i don't want to have that type of lifestyle um so but obviously again like i needed to compete in something i needed to do something so i was just like after that, you know, like, I was just like, it. like, <laughs> let's try this out. If I don't like it, then I don't like it. But let's be real. I'm probably going to like this a lot. Um, and I, I kind of knew that. And kind of fast forwarding a little bit when I did get back to Michigan and I've started training again. Like when I first came to the gym, Jane, uh, my coach, James, uh, coach james there sorry um i'm trying to decipher between you two you know he was like oh like what do you like do you think you want to do this like do you want to fight and like before even the first like practice i had with him i was like yeah i'm here to fight like i'm here to compete okay hold on before we start talking about scorpion yeah okay let's go back just a little bit so you make the decision that okay yes i want to fight i'm gonna go to michigan find the gym but before that so I had to take a little break. Yeah. Okay. You go on a month long road trip. Yes. Now, I think everybody around was like super just jealous, proud of you. Like that's a once in a lifetime kind of thing. Where'd you go? Yeah. So, I mean, kind of even since high school, I had been like telling my mom like, 
oh, I want to do van life and like go and travel and stuff like that. Like even back in high school. So that had always been like a desire of mine to travel across the country and in my own like vehicle doing that kind of thing. Um, so obviously I started off in Arizona, right? I went out to the coast, like got to the coast in the LA area. Um, Which, hold on, I got this desk from you this is so that's why it's so it's yes. actually really cool interviewing on this because <laughs> i got this from you right before you left for the road trip she, yeah definitely nice desk <laughs> but, okay so california you, yep. you rolled to california rolled up to california was on the coast for a little bit and then i went back inland and i did lake tahoe which was super awesome yeah it was those were really good pictures super up there cool, yeah um i wish i went like one week earlier because then i would have also been able to snowboard there but that's okay i got in the water which was freezing cold but <laughs> really enjoyed that um really liked that area and then from there i went back out to the coast um i did redwoods national park which was super beautiful really liked that um continued north through oregon unfortunately i didn't really get to stop that much in oregon it was raining like the whole time um, Isn't that where you learned to surf, or was that Washington? That was Washington. Okay, so sorry, I got up. You're good. So I went up to Washington from there, um, and I stayed in the Port Angeles area for a few days, which is right by Olympic National Park. So I explored that park, um, and I also, yep, I got to surf for the first time. I just kind of like met a local um and he was like oh yeah like I do this and that and I surf and I was like wait you surf I was like okay we're gonna go surfing together so I got a wetsuit um in the cold Oregon coast Washington coast Washington sorry sorry sorry, sorry you're good but Washington was probably my favorite spot on the whole trip I just really love the Olympic Peninsula because it has like the mountains right there it has a rainforest and it has the ocean like all within an hour drive so I don't know I just like having all of that accessible it's it's really cool um and so was there for a little bit and then I took the ferry into Seattle, which was like a really cool view and like fun ride. Um, and then from Seattle, I went to Spoke Spokane, um, spent the night there, didn't spend much time. But the drive from like Seattle to Spokane is like so boring. <laughs> it's a whole lot of nothing. Right. <laughs> um and then from there, drive through like that sliver of Idaho and then into Montana. Um, and then I went to my first hot springs in Montana, which was yeah, that super was, cool. That was cool. Amazing views, like mountains, just kind of in the middle of nowhere. Um, super awesome. And then I went to Glacier National Park. I uh, had a little cabin there for a couple days. Um beautiful there super beautiful it was hard because it was like super flooded during that time so yeah like there not... was a huge storm i was kind of worried yeah, at that time yeah so not all the trails were open i didn't get to do everything i wanted but still got to see a lot which i was super thankful for um and then from there um i went and stayed um I was in like Big Sky for a little bit, Montana, mm -hmm. Big Sky, Montana. Um, and I actually did a hot air balloon ride for the first time there, which was super random, super random, but super fun. Um, then from there, I went down to Wyoming, um, went to another hot spring down there, um, which was <laughs> really funny when I was in Wyoming at the hot spring. I met other people from Farmington Hills, Michigan there, like super small world. They're talking to somebody else and they're like, yeah, we're from Farmington Hills, Michigan. I was like, no way. <laughs> and there was only like not even 10 people there. So super crazy. Super no, I remember that day you hit, you're like, it's so crazy. <laughs> it was. I was like mind blown. Uh, Talked to them a little bit. They like live just a couple miles away from me. So it was, it was weird, <laughs> but it was cool. Um, and then from there, I went down to Colorado and I met with Kylie, who was my roommate from college. And she's originally from Colorado. So we met in the Rocky Mountains and we kind of did that for a few days, which was super cool. Um, saw a bunch of elk, um, really good hikes, all of that fun stuff. Then we stayed in Denver where she lives for a couple of days, just hanging out. 
Um, the plan at this time was that I was only going to be in Michigan for like the summer and then move out to the Denver area with her. Um, unfortunately, just because of like family stuff, you know, that didn't really pan out. But super great to spend time with her. And then her and I drove to Des Moines, Iowa and met up with some of our other friends that we wrestled with uh, at UC and just kind of, you know, had like a fun little weekend going out doing stuff like that just spending time with one another I try to get us all together about once a year now that we're not seeing each other in school anymore um two two summers in a row successful so far kind of keep it going let's go um and then from there July 3rd so the very you know full month um that's that's when I drove home from Des Moines which was like another eight hours so you're back in Michigan. Yeah. You find your gym. Scorpion. What's your what gym are you at? Scorpion Fighting Systems. Okay. And so now you're what was it, what was the first discipline you started learning there? Uh jiu-jitsu. And how how was that cuz that was your first introduction to jiu-jitsu, correct? Um I've had very like small dabbling sessions. This is the first time you've really first, trained. Like, yeah, first real experience where I've been actually interested. <laughs> what, what was the first like biggest shock that you didn't expect between wrestling and jujitsu? Um, I mean, I expected this going in, but it was just like learning to be comfortable, like being on my back. Um, just not was, where a wrestler wants yeah, to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Thankfully, you know, I'm training with another girl, Zoe, who actually wrestled at Adrian and was a national champ herself. Um, so she she's uh, fighting there now um, or training with us as well. And so it's kind of just nice having someone that, like, understands my perspective and, you know, did the whole college wrestling thing. And she obviously did it very well. Um, so it's kind of nice. It was nice having her to kind of adjust to that. Um but yeah, I mean, I really liked it pretty much immediately. Um, a lot of my skills from wrestling, I'm able to transfer over into jujitsu. Um, so that's nice. Um, you know, standing for jujitsu and wrestling is pretty much, I don't want to say exactly the same thing, but, you know, a takedown's a takedown. Yeah, you're looking for a takedown. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I've already um, learned a lot from, you know, other positions in jiu-jitsu and i'm hoping to do my first jiu-jitsu tournament by the end of the year let's go yeah okay so how was the first time being punched in the face because <laughs> so, i remember the day yes yeah, so you, you called me on snapchat you have a black eye it's swelling up it's not bad like it's not a terrible black eye but it's, yeah it's a, a black bit. eye so it was probably like what after two weeks of like training kickboxing and jiu-jitsu and all of that um and it was kind of like one of my first real like sparring days and yeah it was kind of a slap in the face um and like the first real punch I was sparring with a boy and like I don't know I like don't want to like I walked into it a little bit but then he also just kind of like punched me probably a little bit harder than he should have and I was like match yeah yeah I was like oh fuck like I was like that shit hurt but then it was like it kind of like fueled me after that. I was like, oh, so it's oh. like that. All right. <laughs> um, and it's like, yeah, it's just something you definitely got to get used to. But it's like, you know, like even when I first started wrestling, like I wasn't used to like getting picked up and like thrown on the ground. But, you know, you get used to it. Um, and obviously, like I'm not getting like punched 100 percent right. super hard in the face all the, all the time or anything like that. But now you're taking um, leg kicks. You're taking body, you're taking body yeah. shots, you're taking, you know, every, so yeah. how is that, how is that mentally dealing with that? Um, mentally, it's honestly not that hard, um, just cause you know, I have all that mental toughness from wrestling right. and you know, I mean, I wasn't stupid. I knew what I was walking into. I knew that it'd be like that, but some days I'm like, even like if I got a pad, if someone's like going with me and they're kicking super hard, like you can feel that through the pad and I'm like, okay, this is kind of tough, but you know, always just telling myself like, you know, you're fine. You're fine. Just keep going. <laughs> do you love it? Oh, I do. I, I really love it a lot. The only thing I don't like about it is the drive to my gym because it's kind of far, but... But you also live 
in the middle of nowhere, kind of. You're on the outside of. No, I do not. You're Farmington Hills outside. is not the middle of nowhere. I promise. It is very okay. metro. Is it? Very metro. Isn't yes. it way outside of Detroit, though? No, I live like 25 minutes away from Detroit. Oh, well, that's even worse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Farmington Hills is a very safe area. No, it is. Very it's, nice it's awesome. Area. It's it's beautiful. She's always sending me pictures. I just make fun because like I I have oh, a personal Detroit. rule that I don't go to Detroit. Whatever. Okay, so now Detroit's fun. So now you're training. Like, what's what's the focus with your career now? Yeah. So I mean, obviously, I'm still just training for like my first amateur fight. Um. The you goal know. is pro MMA. Yeah, the goal is pro MMA, UFC. UFC. Yeah, that's that's go. that's the goal for sure. Um that's not right around the corner or anything. Honestly, um, I think like I now have told you this. I've told you this several times. I think you're putting together a championship run in 4 years. Okay? I you may not be holding a belt, but you are putting together that run in 4 years. We'll see. We will see. Absolutely. <laughs> it's going to be great. We'll see how fast I get to just be pro in general. Um, I'm because what I also have been considering, you know, like I do like to travel. I like to do all that stuff. And while I'm traveling, that does take some time away from, you know, fighting. Um, like I, I am doing this road trip in October. That's two weeks. And even though I'm still training while I'm on the road and visiting other gyms, it's not the same as, you know, grinding out work at your own home gym you know, staying focused, that's, you know. But I do notice that's another cool thing that you do, that every every time you travel, everywhere you go, you find a gym and you work out. Like, oh, you, yeah. were just, you were just in San Antonio, you know, you're doing work, because I think you went there for a clinic, right? Or did you go there for a fight or um, an MMA lab? Did you do a... MMA lab out there? No, I did just lift out You were just... There. Okay, you were just um, lifting? Yeah, because I was only out there for, like, you know like two full days but like even on your road trip you were looking for places to like work out sometimes yeah like that's definitely everywhere you go you're like oh i gotta get the workout like even when you showed up here when i picked you up in the airport you're like oh i gotta get a workout in tomorrow <laughs> come on man yeah <laughs> no, i mean yeah, it's that's... it's about the consistency people like you can work super hard but it's like if you're not consistent about it it doesn't matter yeah exactly um, like even doing that month long road trip, I lost, like, I knew I was going to like lose muscle on that trip, but I was even surprised at how many, like how, how, how much gains I lost, you know? Right. Um, but so, you put them back on pretty quick. Yeah. I would say I'm about roughly where I was lifting wise when I left now, but that took a good like two months to get back of that one month, you know? Um, so where do you think you want to fight at? Like what weight class? Yep. Uh, I'm torn between like 135 and 145, right? Um, Where do you want to walk around at? It depends, you know, because like... What's comfortable for you? I can make anything comfortable eventually. <laughs> I mean, senior year wrestling, I was super comfortable at 143. Um, but also since then, like, I've gained a lot of muscle. Um but then, like, I still have a significant amount of, like, fat on my body that I know I could, like, not easily shed. But, like, if I had to, I could. And then I would be, like, walking around comfortable. Um, so it's just kind of another discussion that I need to have with my coach, what he might think is best. Um, and we make adjustments from there. Just because, especially, like, I don't think my first fight will be until at the very earliest February of 2023. That's still... That's still. I know, early. I know, but like makes talking me nervous. about talking about weight wise, right, like right. I can change a lot of things. Yeah. Um, to that point, and then you know, like it's not like we're weighing in two hours before the fight. It's yeah, like you get a that whole twenty four hours. Yeah, it's like a full day, if not a couple extra hours on top of that. Um. So yeah, so. Th those decisions, like you talk to your coaches and your trainers, and you're like, where mm -hmm. do you think I should be? Right, because that's not a decision you want to make by yourself, like yeah. not knowing the fight world. Exactly. Okay, so that's that's really good. Yeah, so something I'll probably talk about with my coach within the next couple of months. Um, right now, you know, I'm still trying to, like, build a little bit of muscle, but, like, not be too crazy with my weight or anything. Right. <laughs> yeah. So you're on your way to this professional fight career. Looking back now, are there anything, like... Are there any little things, whether it's like being recruited to colleges, going on these visits, doing all this high level stuff that you've done? Like, 
what advice do you think would you give to these younger girls that maybe you sh you felt you should have done or like you could have done differently? Is there anything? Um, I don't know. This is going to sound like kind of mean, but it's like even when you think you're working hard, like you're probably not working as hard as you could be. Um, and like especially like if you're going into college or thinking about things like that, like, you know, sure, like going to parties and like having a typical college experience is like fun but it's like you can go to parties even when you're out of college or you can go out to bars even when you're out of college and sure it might not be 100 percent of the same experience but like competing in college and like having that team like those girls are going to be my friends like forever you know um so it's just like really just like push yourself to be because like no one else is going to push you the way that you can push yourself um especially once really, you get to college and you're on your own exactly There's no more parents the coaches exactly. aren't holding your hand anymore like they expect yeah. you to be an athlete at that point yeah like i remember sometimes like freshman sophomore year in college you know like me and some of my friends would like almost talk shit about other girls on the team being like why is coach like showing her like so much favor over us and then later in my co my college career I realized oh she's just working way harder than we were so he was giving the attention to the people that were doing the work right. and who deserved it um and I just really didn't understand that as like an early college athlete um, until I was that person putting in the work and I would hear people complaining and I'm like, cause you're not doing half yep. the shit I'm doing, bro. <laughs> um, and it's, it's a huge commitment. Um, even now, like, I don't want to say I struggle with my time management, but it's like some days, like I almost feel guilty. Cause like, I'm like, oh, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. Um, so it's really like holding yourself to those standards, you know, um, the standards and, of a professional athlete. Yeah, and it's like, sure, everyone says that they want to win, but who's really willing to do the work to win and, and be a champion? So always kind of, like, check yourself, you know? Don't don't think you're hot shit even when you're doing well. Know that someone's always trying to outwork you. There's always somebody better. Yeah. Ne you're never on top. There's always someone better, and you got to work to keep that spot yeah right yeah and then once you become a winner then you got a target on your back and it's even harder and it's even harder like <laughs> that's what's crazy yeah okay awesome what are you most excited about sitting here right now what am i most excited for the future about? i'm excited to like start start fighting you know like really get in the ring and have like a real fight you know um and that's the major that's just the main focus in your life right now is that that first fight yep yes sir that's good that's awesome. Yeah. What are we doing tomorrow night? Tomorrow night? Tomorrow night we'll be in Barry Goldwater High School. Let's go. Kicking some butt. <laughs> now we're going to do, she's going to do some little jujitsu with some of the kids. So it's going to be awesome. Yeah. It'd be good to be in the old stomping ground, hanging out with the coaches, seeing some of the kids. What are you going to, what, what is the one thing you want to impress onto these kids? What do you mean? Like the the one thing you want to leave with the these kids, like what less you know, what you know, lesson do you specifically that comes from Coach Ashley Eichner that these kids take on the rest of their life? Always believe in yourself and never give up, especially like in the middle of a match or or any situation in your life. Just always believe in yourself. Be your own number one fan. Um, because if you're not your own fan, like why why would other people be your fan? That's awesome. Absolutely. Self-belief. This was great. I'm so glad you came down to do this <laughs> for me. Like, it's huge for me that you came down, you know, to do it. So this Happy was... Happy to be here. Yeah, it was great. We're going to go... Uh, we'll see you in Michigan here in a few months. We're going to go... We'll shoot at the at the club. We'll see how you're... Yeah. We'll see how you're doing. It's going to be great. Like, dude, this was, this was awesome. Like, I cannot thank you enough. Yeah, of course.